Hello, you're listening to Just Another Panel Show. And tonight we've got some great panellists. Callum Jones, Megan Roth, Bill Egan and Laura Donnelly. And we're fighting over Blockbuster versus Netflix. But first, a sketch. The year is 2007 and Basic Instinct 2 has just won the top award at the Golden Raspberries. But at the boardroom in Blockbuster, there's another party going on. Welcome everyone to our monthly board meeting. Uh, please help yourself to champagne, cocaine before we get started. I just want to say that uh, obviously very happy to be here and I love you all very much. Even you, Wendy. Our first order of business is the small blip in Q4 revenue. I'm glad you brought that up, Steve. I've been a bit concerned about one of our competitors. Cocaine, Netflix. cocaine, let's all do cocaine champagne. I have to pick up my kids later. I really don't think that Boring. I Boring! Gonna... Just put them in a taxi like the rest of us, innit? Should I be putting all this in the minutes, Steve? You could put your mum in the minutes, Tony. How's that sound? I don't really know what that means. It means you're not important, Tony. Okay, right. This just came to me, and bear with me, but I've got an idea. Blockbuster drive through Well, how is that even supposed to work? Oh, I'm sorry, Wendy. Have you heard of a tiny, unsuccessful business called McDonald's? <laughs> we have got over 200 titles in some of our stores. Do you expect the person in each window to read them all out to each customer? You know what, Wendy? You know what? I'm going to take that negativity, right? And I'm going to have another <laughs> genius idea. How about, right, we only rent one film? Terminator 2. Yes! Terminator 2! I'll be back to rent this again tomorrow because it's a classic. <laughs> If you're not even going to consider this market share report that I spent three weeks pulling together detailing a very dangerous competitor, Netflix... Neggy Wendy. Zero ideas, zero style, zero panache. That's it. I'm done. You're all acting like children. I know you are, but uh, what am I? (laughs) Oh, wait, I know. I'm the CEO. Bye, Wendy. (sighs) Bring us a cocaine tray, Tony! Should I circulate Wendy's report, Steve? Shut up, Tony. And listen to Just Another Panel Show! Alright, I haven't changed the length of this, but it still goes for 30 seconds. <laughs> it's really just for the podcast audience to enjoy, you know, they're dancing with a groove. Bill, do you want to add some underground? You can- here we are, yeah, yeah, you know it's gonna go far On the panel show, it's a place to be Down here in Whitechapel, here with my mate PD Yeah, represent <laughs> Brap So talented brap, I think I might brap. just save that and just use it for every every intro <laughs> from now on Tonight's theme is of course, Slockbuster versus Netflix Callum, you've, we were delightful enough to write our early sketch. Uh, so firstly, I, did. I just well, want to know, why was there even a female on the board? Because there weren't any. There weren't any, and I'm guessing, because I'm pretty woke. I'm just let, I'll let you all know now. I'll let you all know now. I'm wearing women's deodorant, so... <laughs> if you want to know what a feminist smells like, smell me. Megan, you're sitting right next to Callum. You want to comment Notes of lavender. No comment. Oh! <laughs> she likes it. Yeah, so I just checked, and at, at the point of collapse, there were no females in the boardroom. 
So. Which explains it. Hey. Well, I mean, Netflix also didn't have any They do now. Two. Yeah, one does comms, which is a girly job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, the other one's like human resources or something like that. I think. <laughs> well, as you know, we all love films, shows, video games, and, well, anything to avoid reality, really. And when we could store these shows and play them at our leisure, our venues started popping up and facilitating this new home-based escapism. First, there was magnetic tape where you could hire your favourite film and every time the image quality started to deteriorate, you knew there was some nudity coming up. <laughs> and now, uh, Netflix is the only one that knows when you're pausing, skipping or holding a frame. They know when I pause? Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so Netflix is considering launching a porn version of its platform called Wetflix. It automatically starts the show on the sex scenes. Yes. <laughs> Laura, you're concerned about this. I just don't know if, if the quality will be there. Quality of the joke or the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the quality of the porn. Okay. Well, let, let me introduce our, our delightful panellists here. I've split them up into two teams. One advocating for Blockbuster. Firstly, let's welcome Bill Egan. Hi. Hello. And Laura Donnelly. Hello. Because they're always late and they come with a free packet of crisps. So you say we're overdue. Yeah. If anyone's interested, Blockbuster actually in 2000 was making 16% of their revenue from late fees. Just don't be late. Yeah. Yes. And that's why they made so much money. You just put the video back in the box and then you never go back again. That's my library strategy. (laughs) Best thing about the Norwood Blockbuster, round the corner from pizza up on it. Well, that was the trick, wasn't it? You know, Blockbuster and Chill would have been order pizza... Stop by the Blockbuster, wander around until you came back to the same seven shelves of the one new release, stare at it for another ten minutes, walk around the shelf, come back, stare again, turn to your date, shrug, reach out, go back to the other shelf, go back for the new release, finally decide to go for the new release, go back and pick up your now cold pizza, go home, start watching the film, realise it's as shit as you thought, argue, don't finish the soggy cold pizza, and your date decides to leave. (laughs) So with Netflix, at that point, you've already... It's already full penetration, isn't it? Because you argue about it, you go, we're not going to find anything to watch. We both enjoy sex. Let's skip straight to that. But I think your, your tolerance for a shitty film is really lowered, so you actually <laughs> like actually watch films to completion and then have sex when you go to Blockbuster. I thought the whole That's point good. of the Netflix and chill thing was that you, you put on a shit film so that it's bad to watch. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've been, I've, I've been doing it wrong. Maybe or? I just argue a lot with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it's just four people who don't really know Netflix and chill that well. <laughs> like, I know, I know the kids, I know the kids do it, yeah. but I don't. Yeah. All right, well, on Team Netflix, please welcome Callum Jones, All right, and Mech and Roth. Hi there. Because they are constantly streaming, and it's still very hard to find something to listen to. I mean, that works mainly for Callum, I think. I don't understand. Well, you've just been talking for the entire time. <laughs> Isn't that why you got us here? Well, <laughs> told you. Does anyone remember how much it cost to hire a video at Blockbuster? Two fifty. When it closed, it was three films for ten fifty. That's still more than what Netflix costs a month. But have you adjusted for inflation? What? Yeah. So have you done the math? Like maybe it's maybe well, it's, it's it's not going to have gone down, Bill. I feel like I've missed out on this whole thing that you guys are having nostalgia for because I'm 26 and I had nannies, so like videos would just show up <laughs> at my house. Oh, so you you just owned videos. You and people, by the sounds of it, fucking out. Like videos were like 
you know, Icelandic au pairs. I didn't know where they came from, and I didn't know why they left, but there was a new one every so often. (laughs) (laughs) Were they just gap-year students or something? All right, let's rattle along with, if you could choose, would you prefer the era of Blockbuster or Netflix, Laura? Gotta go for Blockbuster. Because you have the, the nervous, the nervous clerk. Let's be honest, but I didn't get a lot of attention as a teenager, so <laughs> go in there, the nervous, the nervous clerk behind there, be like, oh, you got this for the weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah I got it, thanks, okay. They really were, weren't they? I remember when I was a kid, like, not being young enough to really understand social dynamics, but being like, the people who work in this place are fucking weird. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they always <laughs> smell like that really cheap, stale popcorn that they have pre-pop. Yeah. Bill, would you, not Netflix or Blockbuster, do you prefer the era of if one in particular? I mean, I think I prefer the era of Blockbuster, but I like the convenience of Netflix. Maybe why? I was younger back then and shit was better. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't made a Harry and the Hendersons in a long time, is what I'm trying to say. Megan, Netflix or Blockbuster, what era do you prefer? I mean, Netflix, obviously. <laughs> it's so much more convenient. Look, I have... I have, I have a little that's like five minutes away and a Sainsbury's that's 20 minutes away and the only like massive difference for me is the little, I have to like look somebody in the face while I make a purchase. <laughs> Whereas at the Sainsbury's, like I can just go through the self-checkout and I don't have to worry about anyone judging like the three cakes that I'm getting. And I will walk that extra mile just to not have to interact <laughs> with another human being. I don't like to do it. Second that. Callum, uh, Blockbuster <laughs> or Netflix? What are your ideas? No, no, it's now. No. I had to travel 25 minutes to get the Blockbuster, so not very convenient. <laughs> it was actually on a roundabout as well, so... You just forgot which stop it was constantly. No, know. there's only one stop. It's Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Yeah, exactly. No, we, 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 we've been to Blockbuster. Let's go all the way around the roundabout and head back home. <laughs> and that was it. Did you, how often did you get the right film? Huh? How often was the correct film... Um, you know, I've just, I've got a low threshold for that sort of stuff, so everything's fine. I don't really, <laughs> I just don't care. That's the good thing about Blockbuster. To me, like, going to a Blockbuster to pick them up, that's kind of like being a, in a committed relationship for me. It's not for me. It's a lot of energy and sort of trust to put into one thing, take it home. Why do that when you could sort of half-heartedly not commit to, like, 20 different things? No matter what you pick that night, you're going to fall asleep halfway through anyway. Because... (laughs) Make it rough, everybody! (laughs) All right, so our two teams here are, of course, playing for the delightful audio trophy. It's the ringtone to the stars. Sounds like this. And with that in mind, let's start the point scoring with our first game. It is, of course... When I was five, I learned some trivia. And I'm going to share that trivia with you today. Now... It's trivia round. I think we all all got that from the audio cue. It's an (laughs) avant-garde podcast. Uh, the, the cues do not get better. <laughs> because what will be the fun of that? All right, do we have our buzzers ready? What's the sound? It's giving a sound from Blockbuster. Uh, I can, yeah. Is that, is that, is that the grumpy, yeah. pimply-eyed kid behind the counter? No, that's the sound you make when you're like, oh, you've got a late fee. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and our Netflix team, what's your sound? Oh, are we just going to watch Friends again, are we? That's your buzzer. <laughs> oh, are we just going to watch Friends again, are we? <laughs> Beckon, do you want to try the same buzzer? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. 
<laughs> I didn't know you were Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first question. What was Netflix's original business model? Uh, we're just going to watch Friends again, are we? Is that, is that the answer? <laughs> <or> what? <laughs> yes, Callum. Well, I just want to say, right, this is an awful question because it's obvious, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, it's really obvious. Right, does no one else know? Yeah, we all know. Pearl, you don't know. Yeah, the audience knows. Everyone knows. Everyone except Pete knows. I don't know. Is it just watch films would be my guess. Part of it. Yeah. (laughs) You buzzed in. Are you going to answer the question? Yeah, it's renting DVDs. Yeah, they post them. Post them to your house. Postal. I get the point because I said postal. That's important. Whatever. You're a fucking whole point. You get a whole point for that. Yeah, I'll give her one point. You're giving her a whole point for that. Just because she asked for one. Oh, yeah. Well, then I just won't say anything, and then I'll just say the same answer again after. You didn't say postal. You didn't say postal. No, I'll just say the same answer I'll give you two points. Huh? Is that better? I'll I'll give you two points. Yeah, 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 two points. I want you sent it back. Still one nil. Two points for butting in. Minus one point for being a dick. Um, (laughs) Justified. (laughs) When was Blockbuster established? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Laura. (laughs) (laughs) 78. No. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, we're just watching Friends again, are we? Uh, <laughs> uh, 2003. 2003? I don't know. Blockbuster in 2003. No, no, no. Sorry. Like, we need to take a step back. All right. So when they get it wrong, right, we've got a chance to confer. We don't have to buzz in. They fucked up. <laughs> so we, what we can do is we can talk about it, you know, explain our rationale. We can figure it out together as a team. Okay, I'll give you a hint. It was the year of New Coke, Fletch, and Back to the Future. <laughs> Yes, Laura? 82. It's close. It's 85. Netflix, uh, 97. It was established in 97. DVDs, 94. Ah. What year did Blockbuster file for bankruptcy? Uh, 2014. Ooh, no. Didn't buzz in, but whatever. That's our buzz. Just because ours isn't a whole sentence. It was actually actually earlier than that. What did they say? They said 14. 14. So we're going to go earlier than that, are we? Yeah. 2013. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it, let me. It was 2010. I'm not awarding any points for this. It was, the, it was the year of Last Airbender, Jonah Hex, and Cats and Dogs Revenge of Kitty Galore. So that could have been the reason why they went bankrupt. Cool. 2000, what amount of money did Blockbuster offer Netflix to buy them for? Are we just going to watch Friends again, are we? Yes. Um, what were we thinking? Have we got a bit of time to compare now? 1.4 you think they bought 1.4 million? That's way more than that. It's got to be. You want to well, buy a whole company they, like Netflix? I think they tr- tragically undersold them. Lowballed them. Um, yeah, they lowballed them. Like and I are, think that's you what... You are, bitch. That's There's 1.4 mil. Yeah. Take it or leave yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Deal with that. Yeah. Would you want it? Nah, whatever. I don't care. They did lowball them, but they offered 50 million. <laughs> yeah. 50 mil. Their product strategy was that they would then ship the DVDs from the Blockbuster store to the customer instead of mailing them out. Doesn't seem very efficient. Current value of Netflix, 150 billion. 150 billion? Yeah. And in 2010, Blockbuster had 25,000 employees. So now, how many employees does Netflix have? Well, there's only two women, right? (laughs) (laughs) On that ratio, two women, I'd say about two and a half thousand and two I think that checks out, yeah. That's a lot less than Blockbuster. I'll just give you a point because you tried. (laughs) One extra point. The the real number is 7,000. That's a lot of math and numbers and things that I'm not good at. Let's move on. Points are drawn. Two points each, Blockbuster and Netflix. Right. I, I hope the mic heard us high five then. I hope yeah. that comes across. Yeah, we just high fived for the. Let's play our first little interstitial. My name is Tommy. In the 90s, I used to enjoy renting out a Blockbuster video with my Blockbuster card every weekend. There were some good times, like Con Air, Ace Ventura, and Pulp Fiction. And there were some bad times, like Dances with Wolves, Waterworld, 
uh, pretty much anything with Kevin Costner. There were also some ugly times, like Greece too. <sighs> but I enjoyed my membership. That was until everyone else started enjoying it too. I lent out my card to friends, colleagues, even Bill, who lived three doors down. But they rented Gremlins. They rented Barman. They rented video games. They didn't return them. Over time, the fees started piling up, and eventually, I had to go to a loan shark to keep up with the payments. It spiraled out of control. One night, I was beaten to a pulp outside my home. Desperate, I faked my own death. I moved away and even considered a sex change to hide from my past. But I, I couldn't walk in heels. And years later, when Blockbuster folded, I heard about the news from the Mexican beach I was living on. Finally, there was hope. And I removed my ginger wig and thought, okay, this is a second chance for me. I'm going back. That's very relatable. Because I've moved several times to escape my past as well, so... Blockbuster video late fees. Just down the road sometimes, but it's just enough. Yes! No! Was it the banana and dental floss stuck in a drain pipe? <laughs> yes, that's what we were arguing about. This is our Blockbuster game. It's Why Is It Late? Part of the perennial hatred of Blockbuster was the late fees. So, our two teams have to return their late DVD and get out of paying the exorbitant late fee, working out what their totally legitimate excuse for being late was along the way. Now, we're going to need a bit of audience participation for this. So, if they get close... Just a, ooh, yes, give them a bit of support. And if they're further away, just a, no, no. So we'll, we'll try this. Um, Callum, you know, you know how this game works. Oh, for You sure. want to go first? Yeah, absolutely. Mekin is the one returning this DVD. The DVD that she's returning is Flubber. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is back in the 2000s. So you've, you've rented Flubber. Uh-huh. Do you know the movie? Yeah. I watched it so much as a kid. Fantastic movie. It's a great movie. So this is, it's slightly related. The reason why you're returning the video is slightly related. Callum here is the blockbuster attendee that you're returning it to. Callum, over to you in the blockbuster video store. Right, well, look, this is late. I know, and I'm so sorry. It it wouldn't have been. It was just, it was, there was this weird sports-related injury. No, I, well, it was. Look, what happened on your way home? Talk to me. On my way home, (laughs) I... I just, I was, you know, I had the movie and I was so excited. You were, yeah. To, I was so excited to see it that I just started jumping. Mm, no. No. I was. Were you on your own when you were walking out? And, and, and the person that I have a massive crush on. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, I, I misplaced my movie because I was. No. Look, look, let's take a step. Let's talk about this person you've got a massive crush on, right? The, Come on, talk, talk to me about him. <laughs> Who is he? He's he's a, a university professor. Uh, no, no. It, um, I, was I just, he, uh, what, he um, some sort of actor? Is he or something? Uh, I. Well, you, you, know you what? seem I like the sort of person to be dating actors. I was. It was Robin Williams. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I was. I have this massive crush on Robin Williams. Yeah, and, you and, do. And, and, <laughs> and I saw. <laughs> and it's just something about all his arm hair. It's so grey. It just. Ooh. Oh. Um, <laughs> Um, what? So yeah, he's so got grey arm hair. Yeah. What else? You know, uh, what else you know about his armpits? My ba- I I saw Robin Williams' armpits. Yeah, you saw <laughs> it, did you? Oh, oh, tell me, tell me, when you were looking at his armpits, what were they doing? <laughs> what were his armpits doing then? Uh, his 
armpits. What do they do? What do they do? Armpits. Um, Come on. They were s- sweating. Oh. Uh, sweating. Oh, were they? I'm disgusted. They, uh, I saw Robin Williams' sweaty armpits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and they were just going everywhere. Was and it? and and uh, the sky, uh, the sweat from the armpits I was going everywhere. He scooped it off of his armpits. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. He, he Flicked it at me. Yeah, yeah. And what were you holding and, at the time? Uh, the movie. The You're holding the bloody movie at the time. And, 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 and so it got covered in Robin Williams' armpit sweat. <laughs> well, I never. I have never had an excuse like that in all my life. And I've been here 40 years, love. And it took you three days to bring it back. I just, uh, I, I needed some time with it. All right. <laughs> For that last comment, I'll give you three points. <laughs> Bill, you know how the game works now. Laura is returning the film. Yeah. This is a film. And I figure out what that says, but I'm not allowed to know. Bill, you you can see it. You're giving the hints. Oh, right. It is related to the film, just as a... Uh Uh-huh. Yeah? Cool. I don't know if anyone knows why it's related, but we'll find out. Over to you in the Blockbuster store, Bill. Hello. Hi, I'm, I'm returning this mystery film. The Cable Guy, I oh, see. The cable, yeah, it's my <laughs> it is a great film, but a, yeah. I don't think you need uh, over a week to watch it. What's the story with that? Well, the thing is, the cable. Uh, I got cable. Well, that's not a good reason. So this Cable Guy came around. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. I, they're, they're funny folk, Cable Guy, aren't they? Don't you find that they, they get a little bit too clingy at times? Yeah, so th- yeah, there was this, cable, this Cable Guy got real clingy. He Did he look like he any really, celebrities? He looked like your man. Um, off the I'm movie. not aware of yeah. that colloquialism. The one, he's gone a bit mental recently. He's Ventura, the cable guy. Yes. Uh, no, no. no, not him. Oh, but not him, but cool. So I don't, I mean... It's so that, yeah, it's nothing really to do with the movie, per se. It is. I know it is, it is. Um, <laughs> so this funny, clingy cable guy came around. No, this, this is excuse. I'm not buying this excuse. I'd buy it if it looked like a different comedic actor that your cable guy was but at the moment i think you're making this up mm. so it, and you'll have to, this cable guy who's kind of clingy looked like a different a different maybe a d- guy that's in a different <laughs> film a different <laughs> film to the film i'm returning yeah cool i mean there's very few of those and uh, let me think about one of the few films that have also, ever been released did he meet your parents did he uh, meet the parents? Uh, meet the, uh, Did he meet the parents once uh, or twice? The, yeah, he, this was guy. Was the first he time looked, he met um, your parents much better than the second time? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, my dad, Robert De Niro. But he, he looks like this guy's in a lot of other movies Can't too. Can't believe we're still yeah. going Tropic with this. Thunder. Yeah, yeah I, so this guy came over. I'm He's starting real, to believe real it now. weird about it. He yeah. was super clingy and he and stole what, what? the movie from me. Oh, no. But he, st- he stole well, it. Because I that's still not good enough. Movie. But if he's st- or if he hang around your house for too long, then maybe I'd start to <laughs> believe it. But he was hanging around my house for a really long How time. How long? He, he wouldn't was let he there me for? leave a week. A week? Yeah. Oh. Now oh. I'm believing oh. it. He was in my house for a whole week, oh. and he locked the doors. But who was he? What did he look like? Ben. What was his? Yeah. Ben. Because I mean, oh. the name escapes me. Because yeah. I've just been blocking it out. Because this cable guy was so weird and creepy. Exactly. Mm. And, then and scaring me for a little week. 
Yeah. And he locked me in, and I couldn't return the DVD because yeah. I was well, locked inside. Look, we'll give you one point for this. It was... Uh, that's two. Come on, that was two. Uh, one, one point. It was three points in that. Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was Ben Stiller. Yeah, you bumped yeah, into Ben Stiller. Ben. Yeah, You all went... Uh, all right, two, two, yeah. maybe two points. Um, yeah. He stalked you, and he wouldn't yeah. let you back into the house. And yeah. For, yeah. for six weeks, you six, six days, you couldn't go back. Uh, let's try... <laughs> Megan, this is for so you. So I'll be the blockbuster oh. employee this time? Okay. This one's a brilliant movie. This six days. Days and seven nights. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> so it's uh it's nice of you to finally return this film, Six Days and Seven Nights. Six days and seven nights after it's due. Oh, is it late? Is it? Yeah. Oh. It's very, very late. <laughs> it's late. Yes. Oh. Do you know what? Sometimes time just gets away from you. So yeah. tell me, tell me what happened. What was your experience of of, of watching this movie? Yeah. Uh, I mean, where do I start? Um. So what? I've I've got in. Uh-huh. Obviously alone. Yeah. yeah. And um yeah. I mean I, you didn't have to specify that. I think and we I've all would have just assumed. I've unplugged <laughs> I've unplugged the Mega Drive and I've plugged in the old VHS player. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then what happened? Well I sat down and I've got distracted. No. No, I didn't I wasn't distracted. I was actually very focused. Yeah. <laughs> I was extremely focused. I was dialed in. I'm like, I'm going to watch this now. Oh. And I, because I, I love it. I already know. I love oh. it. Just, no, I don't fucking like I it mean, at all. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> it at all. This is awful. I don't know why I rented it in the first place. This hey. is crazy. Why did I rent it? I resent it even. I resent it. Oh. In fact. So, so it was so bad that. So then I just thought, I'm just going to destroy it. <laughs> Well, that uh, wouldn't be no, against blockbuster policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I would uh, never break blockbuster policy. All right, all right. Well, <laughs> I know me. I've been here every bloody week now. Well, I think we'll, we'll give you we'll give you two points for this this attempt. Two. Um, yeah, two points. Be, I'm surprised by that too. Two. two points. How come we got one? And at least we got to the point in a timely manner. No fucking about. Let me at least explain for the people listening at home what it was. <laughs> It took uh, Callum, Callum hated it so much that it took him six days and seven nights to get over the film. All right, Laura, this is for yours. What's the film? The film is Armageddon. Oh, that's a good. That's so, a good one. Over to you in the blockbuster store. Hi there. That was that was really good. Was it so good that you had it for a whole week? I like the song at the end. <laughs> so. It's a good song, but why is why is it late? You could get the song. You should just get that cassette. Well, here's a, so, you know, all right, so I was walking down the street. Well, I doubt it. I did look at you. No, you're not. I was <laughs> performing an activity of some kind. I would probably watch in the movie, I'd imagine. Yeah, so <laughs> I was stationary in one place. Yeah, oh. did you have the windows open? Were you looking at, yeah. were you looking at Sky or anything? Yeah, well, I thought there was going to be an Armageddon oh, at, oh. at the what? time. Yeah, I was looking at the sky and there was... What, like in the movie? In the, just like in the movie. Just like there was an asteroid coming oh. towards the planet. That's crazy that that's just like the movie. Yeah, and that's, uh, yeah, and that's so I, I didn't want to leave my home because. Oh. My but I cat, guess you had to because I guess if there. that's happening, you probably have to like tell an important person. Yes, right? I did. I had to tell Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis, and is he, yeah, like, but also maybe, like, someone more powerful than that? More powerful than Bruce yeah, Willis? Yeah, like, the most, the most what powerful person. Um, Chuck Norris. Uh, He's also only. a contender. Who could these two, uh, well, the, the, a, a real person. I'm sure you would a tell real a real-life 
more powerful than Bruce Willis. Powerful person about the asteroid about to hit the Earth. Harvey Harvey Weinstein. (laughs) Weinstein. Cool. My pronunciations. Yeah, I guess he. I guess he was. He was a president of sort, wasn't he? Everyone. Oh, I tell Donald Trump there was a. Oh, the universe. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I guess you should. You should tell that guy. I mean, I think in movie terms, Harvey Weinstein's probably a bit more powerful than. Well, he was. Yeah. But I guess while you were on the way to. to that, yeah, did you realise that anything? I've had the realisation about it a long so time I was ago. So I was in a, a car. Um, <laughs> to America, good call. But this whole this whole situation, what would you say about it? Oh, it's unfortunate, but it had to happen. Uh, are we going to die, Bill? Uh, well, I thought we were, yeah. Yeah, um, oh, uh, are we? but, but. Uh, but, but then I saved the day by... I uh, guess a crazy person would think that. But So you realised what? That... That Jesus loves us. <laughs> <laughs> I think right. he's answered his question. We'll, he just we'll hasn't realised yes. that. Uh, yes, I'll give you yeah. three. I'll give you three points for this. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You noticed that there was an asteroid about to hit Earth. You, you tried to get to the White House, but then realised you were completely wrong and a fool. I was pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, that's pretty three good points. That's why you get three points. All right. So I let's, still um, don't think anyone's more so powerful than Bruce. Let's Willis. give it a little update on the scores. Uh, our team Netflix, seven points. Yep. Team Team Blockbuster here, seven points. Ooh, deadlock. All right, well, let's... let's uh, tie is equal to losing. Let's move on. It's me, Tommy, again. I managed to recover quite well after Blockbuster ruined my life. I moved back to the UK, saved up my money, and had a lot of the extensive cosmetic surgery that I'd undergone to hide from those I owed money to reversed. I got a new job and a new home, and things were going well again. By 2016, I was becoming popular in my neighbourhood, I married a woman called Vicky, had two kids, and I was, dare I say, happy. And then I heard about Netflix, and things took a dark turn. Slowly but surely, it started happening again. Within months, everyone was using my fucking Netflix login, and I got sick of it. Really sick. At first, it was just one or two. Obviously, me and my wife used the same account, fair enough. But then my parents asked, my siblings... My friends started asking, and I kept saying yes. It snowballed. You want to make people happy. You want to help. But over the years, it it started to eat me up. Why do I say yes for everyone's fucking Netflix? One day, I snapped. At my wife's birthday party, everyone was there, and I lost it for a moment. I went to the shed, got out my chainsaw, and killed everyone there. It was like a Wes Craven film. I'm in jail now, but I don't regret it. Sure, I maybe could have just changed my password and told them no. That might have been easier. But I still feel I did the right thing. The tight bastards. Alright, our next game is the Netflix game. Each of our panellists have got one uh, random and obscure Netflix original. They've come up with two fake synopsis and one real one. I'm going to try and trick the other panellists. Let's try our two lies and a truth. Bill, you look ready. Would you like to kick off? Yes. What, uh, what movie have you got? The Discovery. Ooh. And what is The Discovery about? A man suffering Alzheimer's discovers that he is gay. And books a one-way ticket to Mykonos. Sounds very much like a Netflix film. Intrigued. 
Second synopsis. A team of Chinese scientists land on the dark side of the moon and discover NASA has kept a base secret owned by an interstellar shape-shifting species that control the world. But they are not reptilians. They look like ALF. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of of 80s memorabilia that Netflix would would jump into and offer up. And the third one? Oh, um... (laughs) Would you you like the third one, Bill? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And and the third one? A scientist whose proof of an afterlife caused a rash of suicide forges ahead with his research while his disapproving son falls for a troubled woman. Which one's the real one? So That's a tough one. That's really, really a tough question. So the, the second one... I didn't realise that would... The, the, the second one, Bill, the one about the, um, the, the Chinese base on the dark side of the moon, mm-hmm. is that a documentary or...? Uh, it's based on a documentary. Based on a documentary. So it's a, it's a, a lot film of the footage. A lot of the footage was destroyed, obviously, because of the... <laughs> The repercussions of that for the reptilians is, is pretty big. And also, because the entire US government was complicit. So, cool. Well, my mind's made up. It's the third one. <laughs> uh, Bill, is it the third one? No. Nah. It is, in fact, the third one, yes. <laughs> yeah. A scientist whose proof of the afterlife caused a rash of suicides forges ahead with his research while his disapproving son falls for a troubled woman. But would you rather watch that or would you rather watch a man who's is old, he's been married his entire life, who's just discovered he's gay and that's why he's been unhappy, but he has Alzheimer's, having a great time in Mykonos, but he can't remember anything. Well, I think we prefer to watch any, anything that's not a Netflix original. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, shade. Ouch. <laughs> All right, I'll give Netflix team one point. Okay, Mekin, you ready? Sure. Uh, my obscure title is Happy Jail. Uh, a documentary team follows an American neo-Nazi imprisoned in a Norwegian detention center famed for their low recidivism rate find out why he says he'd rather be in a prison in norway than free in america sorry about that one number two the philippine jail known for a viral michael jackson dance video comes yeah. under the management of an ex-convict sparking controversy and criticism Ooh, well, yeah well <laughs> and number three a new trend has emerged in Korea, voluntary incarceration. Happy Jail explores why people are now paying to be locked up for their own peace of mind. Oh, I, oh, I want to see all of those. Team Blockbuster, you got any questions? What is the, the dance, the Michael Jackson dance they're doing in the, uh, the Happy Jail? I don't know. I, I didn't watch Did it. Did you do any research? Fine. I have actually watched it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, no, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I fucking haven't, but I'm trying to help you out, yeah. It doesn't help. I'm reading the interplay between these two. I think, I think, I think it is that one because she was like, "No, don't make it obvious that that's the real one." I'm the worst. Yeah, that's I, it. It's the second one. It's the second one. Make I mean, it the, I'll, I'll wait yes, for Bill to agree. It's the fucking second one, okay? Woo, 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 woo. All right, one, one point for the blockbuster team. Fuck! I fucked that up. I fucked that up. <laughs> All right. Laura, what have you got? My film is iBoy. First of all, Jane, the young high-rolling business exec, wakes up Christmas morning only to find that her eyes are gone. On her journey to find the mysterious iBoy, will she discover the error of her ways? And without eyes, can she see the true meaning of Christmas? I hope that is the one. So much. So much. Uh, film two Uh, a teenager wakes up from a coma to discover that fragments from his broken smartphone have been embedded into his brain and turned him into an actualized app with superpowers (laughs) that sounds like the kind of algorithmic crap that Netflix would spit out 
<laughs> and three, I boy, sequel to I Daniel Blake. Daniel Blake's son, named Boy, because names are for rich people, fights the government for his father's pension. Can Boy make a name for himself in a world where Ian Duncan Smith took it away? Oh. <laughs> that was a great heartwarming. That's really good. <laughs> oh, Which one's what? the real one? The no. least interesting yeah, one. The, yeah, the yeah. shitty one. The one that I don't want to watch. Shit, I just made them too good, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You made, honestly, you made them actually I think you should, watch. I think, I think you should give me those extra points for quality. Yes, absolutely. What? No, she's got a point. So one point for the correct answer. And this is bullshit. And one point for being funny. Fine. I don't. I don't ask Start for points every time I'm funny. I just think yeah. that's my job. So Fuck I do you. it. Oh, oh hello. Oh, oh shit! Dad, you want to go? You want to go? That's where this I did not approve. <laughs> order, order. The real answer was, of course, when shards of a cell phone get lodged in a teenager's brain, he discovers he can control electronic devices. That's so shit. I would definitely watch that for Netflix and chill. No, nobody's going to want to watch that movie. This is why Blockbusters is Netflix better. has told you you want to watch this, so you must. The best thing I ever saw on Netflix, I only got half a star. All right, what was, okay. what was it? <laughs> tell us. It was My Monkey Baby, right? And it's a, do- it's a documentary about Americans that have monkeys, not as pets, but as babies. Like, they dress them up, they put makeup on them. It's fucking amazing. That, does, that sounds the good. Best That's thing a- I've ever they do seen. documentaries well. All right, Callum. The title is uh, I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. So first one, happy-go-lucky reality star Joey Essex (laughs) swaps out his luxurious life in southeast London for World War I, where he will live as a British soldier entrenched on France's northern border with Belgium. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Number two. A timid nursing assistant gets a new lease on life when she and a neighbourhood vigilante track down the degenerates who broke into her house. <laughs> Let's go with the third. Angry, an overweight teenager Kevin says enough is enough and is running away from home. However, half hazard Kevin only gets as far as the shed at the end of the garden <laughs> where he finds an alarming glimpse into who his parents really are. Ooh, classic. In in keeping with our theme of us being better than Netflix, I'm going to have to go ahead and say it's that third. Oh, are we asking questions first? Yeah, no, no, I I I agree with you. I reckon that third one's the one. one. You think it's the third one? Yeah, Yeah. seeing as it was the shittest out of those premises. I'd like to see the first one. So do you want to know about the show? Yeah, tell us more about Joey Essex. So what they do is they fly him out to take him to the northern border of France, so by Belgium, right? And then what they, they dig out these trenches... And then he has to live in a trench. Oh, so there's no time travel involved. He's not like in a war. Don't they mock up a war? They mock up oh, a war. Okay, good. Oh, it's a reality. He's a reality guy, isn't he? He's a reality oh, guy. Yeah, we all, yeah. we all, I think we all want to see that film. So which one have you gone for? We're going to go for the last, the, the last one. Number three. Yeah. Callum. Yeah, well, I fucking tricked you. It's the nurse one, yeah. It yeah. is uh, ah. a timid nursing assistant gets a new lease on life. Fucking nailed You're it. You're really playing the game there, weren't you? So, oh, yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, our scores at the moment are Blockbuster Team on nine points, Netflix on ten points. Yeah. But before we move into our final game, let's just listen to one more. Hello, us. That's how we say hello in the future. It's me, Tommy. <laughs> I'm speaking to you from the year 2040, where I've been released from prison thanks to new laws protecting criminals passed by the new Prime Minister, Joey Essex. I managed to get back on my feet again. I remarried to a woman who sent me Snapchats in prison. 
and we've had a child together. The fact that I murdered my previous children hasn't put her off, which is good of her. And I've managed to get a job working in a museum where the young people come and see objects like straws and plastic bottles that you can't get anymore. Netflix has closed down, but there's a new company starting called Groovy Movies. You stream movies directly into your brain for only 300 pounds a month, which with inflation is fairly cheap. Folks in my area have already started asking me for my password. My new wife and my neighbor, Harry, I've given it to them, but I'll have to keep an eye on it and make sure it doesn't get out of hand. I know how I get. Wish me luck. Bye, us. Order, order. We must have a debate. It must be debated. So, our debating question comes from Sam. Sam, are you in the audience? What was your What was your statement? What was your... <laughs> she doesn't remember. <laughs> about, about Blockbuster. Yeah, it was about Blockbuster. Yes, it was about Blockbuster. You used a lot of E's in the word feel. <laughs> I thought you someone else feel. would be reading this, not me. Sam's question says, what was better about either Blockbuster or Netflix than the other? And she writes, Blockbuster... I could feel the movie, like touch it. You can feel, feel the movie. With lots of A's. Like, like touch mm. it. Why do, you, why do you feel this, Sam? Why is this a... Because tactile touch of the thing that you're enjoying is important. Right I on. like to think about all of the other dirty weirdos who touched it before me. <laughs> <laughs> our two teams, our blockbuster team, are, of course, supporting this notion that mm. feel is exceptionally important. Yeah. And our Netflix team, you know, Netflix is better. Laura, would you like to start the debate? I'm going to give you 20 seconds. Okay, great. So I, I prefer feeling feeling the DVD. I like that it's shiny. You can kind of look at yourself in it. It's a fun little thing to do before you put it in the DVD slot. Even with VHS, there's a fun little thing about trying to rewind it with your hands before you go put it in the thing. There's just it's just, just a lot of fun a funness around it. Time out. Oh yes, Megan, you ready to rub up this? I am. I do agree that the tactile touch and feeling of what's important is is uh, is necessary, and that has nothing to fucking do with the movie, because that's not what's important. I'm touching something else, you know what I mean? Like the movie's just background noise. I why do I gotta like mess around with the VCR, like do that and then try to take his pants off? No, thank you. I'm not a multitasker. I'm out. Brilliant. I shouldn't be too excited. I should be impartial. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bill, would you like to rebut that? Well, oh, am I rebutting that? You're rebutting, yes. Oh, I'm, I'm rebutting Mac and talking about jacking a dude off in front of a movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what possible rebuttal could there be? And rebut away, good sir. Well, I think the term feel is, is we're using very much in terms of poking mm. it. The feelings are all of our feelings, all of our sensations, everything from the smell. I think the feeling of accomplishment that you get from going there, you had to go there, it was a mission, you went with your pals, you went with the buddy, that feeling that you've earned that movie, it made it that much better. And then the, the feeling of jacking off the, the person... You that's gotta why, that's why all your relationships end in pain is because everything <laughs> you've handed, had it handed to you on a platter, you don't know what it's like to work for anything anymore, you're unfulfilled because you're sitting in front of content that just blasts down your face, you're jacking off a limp dick and you're wondering what the problem is. The problem is that you don't earn things anymore and that's how you feel. I'm out. And that's, 
I'm not going after that. I agree with Bill. I agree with Bill. You can't agree with Bill. If you agree with Bill, I'm going to deduct points if you do that. Callum, this is for you. You're wrapping up the debate here. You want me to? Rebut yes, that. absolutely. That is that is your that is your job on this team is to rebut. Uh, I tell you what, I'm angry about right. All right, hipsters, isn't it? Because they fucking love all this shit. How about you make it more inconvenient for yourself? All this nostalgia bollocks. We're in fucking second-hand clothes. It's not convenient. Do it the easy way. Like I can't fucking follow that. He just talked about jacking the dude off. He's fucking. He's dead. I'm out. All right, let's throw it to the audience. Audience, which of our two teams has won the debate? Is it Team Netflix? Uh, I can't even keep the other guy on my team on my side. Come on, come on. Fuck. All right, and, and um, well, this could be a close one. Uh, is it Team Blockbuster? <laughs> How many points did you get in the debate? Just one. Oh, so then we win. I'm going to deduct one point from the Netflix team for playing the other side. Uh, <laughs> you piece of shit. Are you doing this now? Yeah. Unbelievable. Negative one point. So our final scores here are blockbuster. Can I join the other team? No. What? <laughs> no. Yes, we're all on one team, and we're against Pete. I'm just saying, I'm just saying he decided to defect before I did. So I, I really feel like it should team. be an option. Congratulations to Team Blockbuster on 10 points. Yeah, yeah Team Netflix, Woo! 9 yeah. points. And that's it. We usually like to end uh, on some news headlines, but tonight uh, we'll be wrapping up with some bizarrely specific Netflix platform categories. Uh, to help you find what you're looking for. Australia comedies with an LGBT character that has superpowers and includes vegan themes. <laughs> <laughs> Films from 1987 starring Mel Gibson as a loose detective with a down and out colleague who's too old for this shit and the film is Lethal Weapon. (laughs) (laughs) Documentaries that spend 12 hours convincing you a convicted felon is innocent while failing to mention the majority of the evidence but playing lots of dramatic music. (laughs) (laughs) Reality shows set in beaches that you watch alone, eating Haribos, but if anyone asks, you claim you've never seen and never heard of it. (laughs) Period dramas that feature memorable cameos from Benedict Cumberbatch and extended Brexit analogies. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. Thank you everyone for coming. Right. And thank you for listening at home. Tonight we had a writing team with Callum Jones and Edward Dyson. And if you want to come along to listen to one of our shows live, then visit justanotherpanelshow.com. We'd love to see you in the audience. Up next week, nature. So join us again then. Bye.